PEDSPOD Series 1, an aid for the MRC-PCH clinical exam. My name's Bob Kleber, I'm a paediatrician at Imperial, and I've been asked to spend a few minutes doing a podcast around presentation skills, particularly in the context of the membership clinical exam. So to me, this is where the money is. This is the real key way to passing your exam. If you think about it, um, just imagine that examiner who's sat there listening to you and watching your examination. And you've generally done pretty well in your examination, and they're trying to decide whether you get a pass and 10 marks for that station or a clear pass and 12 marks. And what you do near the end of it is the key determinant. So the pencil is hovering between those two on the exam sheet. And if your presentation is thoughtful and quite punchy and has some careful thought in it, then you're heading towards 12 marks. And if it's a bit apologetic and rambles on a little bit and just not quite as strong as your examination, then you're in for 10 marks. And if each station, there's two marks available just for that, um, for that presentation. So it's a totally key area. Yet despite that, it's an area that we completely neglect. So the classic thing we all do is we go and examine patients. We're amazingly dedicated. We're there with our colleague late into the evening on the ward. We're going and seeing lots of patients together. And I might go and watch you see your patient and um, you do a lovely examination we say let's go and have a coffee and discuss what happens now unfortunately in the, in the exam that doesn't quite happen um, you have this presentation so it's really key that when you're out and about and you're practicing in the weeks before your exam you really properly practice presenting skills we're all a bit too soft and lovely in pediatrics we don't make people stand up straight enough in ward rounds and present so try and find ways and places to do that presenting to people who don't know you very well is another really important practice trick around this so what is it about uh, the presenting side of things that's really key? When you're doing your examination in that first six, seven, eight, maybe nine minutes of the, or six, seven minutes of the, of the station, and you've still got those two or three minutes left for presentation, those first six, seven minutes, you're absolutely dedicated to the child or young person in front of you. So you need to be giving them all of your attention and your wonderful communication skills and explaining exactly what you're doing and bringing their parent or carer along with you in that. And my advice is to completely ignore the examiner during that time. When you get to that six or seven minute stage and you've got two or three minutes left, you know that you're gonna have to present. So that's the time to say a thank you and acknowledge the input of the patient and the, the and their family. And then turn around and face the examiner very straight and quite formally. We're not very good at formal in pediatrics. So I think that's just the one moment to try and do that. Um, so at that point, it's really important you ignore the patient and you focus with really good eye contact, standing up straight in a nice, calm, focused way. So the examiner's got your total attention at that point. And Essentially, you've got two or three minutes to produce a quite punchy summary of what you've seen and, crucially, what you're thinking. Now, again, time to get in the examiner's shoes again. The examiner wants to feel and see that you are working around a differential diagnosis. So think back to when you did your medical school finals. The game there was very much more about showing how thorough you could be. It was around demonstrating that you'd asked about or examined all of the different bits and you'd been thinking about all the important negatives. And... At membership level, it's much more about being problem-orientated, about building your history in the case of the history-taking stations, and in this case with examination, building it around a differential diagnosis. So the examiner wants to see that you are really clear and thoughtful about what the differential diagnosis is. And this bit of the exam is trying to mimic something that we all do. The, the, the exam overall is asking, are you ready to start as a registrar? 
And the purpose of this particular station is the scenario that it's three o'clock in the morning, you're in A&E and you're examining a patient and you're going to phone me up about it. I'm the consultant on call at home and you're going to tell me exactly what you found and we're going to have a conversation together about what the differential diagnosis might be and what the management plan will be. That's what this station's trying to recreate. And if you think of it like that, it can often really help you get clarity about what you need to do in the presentation. So you need to be really good at eliciting findings. And there is a chance the examiner might ask you if they weren't quite sure what you'd seen to go back and do that. But for the most part, it's being clear about what things you found, what important things you found were negative, so you didn't find them, and how you pull that together to help you with that differential diagnosis. Now, where the diagnosis is quite straightforward, it may be really clear to you that this child has a VSD and the, the examination is quite straightforward. You may decide to put that up front and say, that this is a VSD and explain some of your finding behind it and what some of the possible differentials around it. But for most cases, you'll have a degree of uncertainty around things. So I think it's worth describing what you found and your thinking and then a differential diagnosis with the most likely diagnosis as well. There will be times where you don't really have, a, have an ability to pull it all together and you think, I don't quite know the diagnosis. And again, go back to that three o'clock in the morning scenario. It's about describing really thoughtfully what you found and your thinking about how these different things can fit in. I think it's unlikely that it's cardiac because X, Y, and Z. Those sorts of phrases, using the words thinking, using an, an element of probability around things, I think this is unlikely or I found this and it made me think of this is a really strong way of doing it. We want to have thinking doctors out there and that question, are you ready to start as a registrar, is really, really key. So it's not about necessarily getting the answer right. It's about demonstrating that you're being thoughtful, that you can pull findings or lack of findings together into a really thoughtful conversation. And sometimes the story is complex and doesn't fit very well. Now, a bit like me in this podcast, one of the key tricks is to know when to be quiet uh, and know when to stop talking. And again, one observation is where people are a bit uncertain, they tend to ramble on and on and on. And knowing when to be quiet and just to, to stop talking is really key. And if you think about it, the examiner can absolutely, if they've still got a minute left, can ask you some questions. So generally speaking, shorter rather than longer for that presentation, I think is a really good end on a strong positive note about it. But above all, it's really key you go and practice it. There's mega marks for this. This is the difference between passing and failing in my book, um, the presentation skills. We under practice without a shadow of a doubt. Um, and I think particularly people going to the exam for the very first time, it's a very key area to face up to. We're not necessarily naturals at it. We don't, perhaps compared to our surgical colleagues, practice it formally in the context of our ward rounds nearly as much as we should. So you need to go and be really proactive, find people who will listen, who will be a little bit stern with you. People you don't know is really helpful as well, because in the exam, you're not going to know the examiners. Um, so they're key, key tips, um, and, and really make sure you go and give it some thought. So good luck, and um, stay calm on it. Remember, nice, punchy, thoughtful um, is really key to it. You should only be probably presenting for something like 90 seconds to two minutes. And if the examiner's got any further questions for you, then that's a great chance for them to ask. Good luck. Thank you for listening.